Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 282. Fire. 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 Your daily dose of inspiration, encouragement, and energy from the most successful entrepreneurs in the world. Prepare to ignite now. This is Entrepreneur on Fire with John Lee Dumas. Entrepreneur on Fire. Entrepreneur on Fire. Well, hello, Fire Nation. With eVoice, you can create the appearance of an entire department. Sales, customer support, tech support, you name it. Go to eVoice.com, enter promo code FIRE for your 30-day free trial. That's eVoice.com, promo code FIRE. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Rob Bentz. Rob, are you prepared to ignite... Absolutely, John. All right. Rob runs a property investment company called RMP Property in the UK. Honesty and impartial advice is absent from the UK property industry, so he set up RMP to fix it. He also co-hosts one of the most popular business podcasts in the UK, The Property Podcast. Rob loves a challenge and sets himself big, hairy goals each year. He's climbed Mount Kilimanjaro, Mont Pelerdiso, and has also completed the New York City Marathon. Giving Fire Nation just a little overview, Rob, but take a minute. Tell us about you personally. We want to get to know you. And then tell us about your business. Sure. Well, thank you for having me, John. I'm a long-time listener. I love your podcast. And as you're going to learn about me, I just love to learn. And the people you have on your podcast are absolutely fantastic. So it's a real honor to be on here today. So thank you a lot for that. But who is RMP and who, who's Rob Bentz behind RMP? Well, as you said, RMP Property was really set up off the back of a frustration. You know, the, the industry I'm in is terrible. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. It's not that every company is awful, but there are, there are a few good companies and a lot of bad companies, and I hate bad service. So it was really driven by that, that hate of poor service that RMP Property was born. So I had a great job. You know, I was earning probably 150, 150,000 US um, in my last job. Great boss, great perks. But I always said to myself when I started that job that it was my last job. And I actually took the job as the last stepping stone to learn where I wanted to, to find out about business before I started my own. So it, some people thought it was a bit crazy to start a property company, a real estate company, straight after the recession had kicked in. Um, you could say it was brave or stupid. We'll find out. But <laughs> <laughs> I... I went ahead with it because I just had this absolute belief that there was a space in there. And also the recession had, had knocked a few people out the market. So I felt it was going to bounce back and that if a company came in that really delivered amazing service and, and not just competed with the best, but absolutely blew them out the water, then it, it was set up for, for big things. And I'm so far, it seems how I, I called it right. You know, I'm, I'm really happy with how things have gone. Well, Rob, being a real estate guy myself and having a both commercial and residential real estate background, I'm definitely excited to delve more into your journey. But being a listener yourself, you know that we love starting Entrepreneur on Fire off with a success quote to get that motivational ball rolling. And I love the twist that you have for us today. So take it away. Sure. So my quote that I always say to everyone is the person who thinks they know it all is the biggest fool. So the person who thinks they know it all is the biggest fool because we've all met that person who goes, well, I know this and I know that. And they're the most annoying person in the world. And also 
they're probably not very successful because if they're not willing to learn anymore, then they're only going to fall flat on their face. You know, the people who are willing to keep reading, keep listening to blogs, I'm sorry, keep listening to podcasts like uh, your podcast and my podcast and always better themselves and and find out more, they're the people who are going to be successful. I know that every single entrepreneur you listen to still reads, listens, learns, speaks to mentors, goes on courses because they they just always are hungry for success and knowledge. And it's the people who think that they've done it already and they've made it and they don't need to learn anymore that are soon going to fall fat on, flat on their face. But it's interesting, John, because when I came up with this quote, I, I wanted to know where it come from. You know, have I heard this before? Have I stolen it from someone? I didn't want it to get in trouble. So I started to do a bit of research and it's quite interesting that there's no word for word quote, but the closest I could find was a quote that says, the fool don't think he is wise, but the wise man knows himself to be a fool. And the reason why it's old English is because it was actually written by William Shakespeare in um, his book, in his uh, book, As You Like It. So in, in his play, I should say, as you like it. So I, was, I thought, wow, if I'm on the same lines as William Shakespeare, yeah. I'm not doing too bad. Not at all. Wow. And I love that quote for so many reasons. And Rob, we love hearing an actual story in your life where this happened. When have you actually come across somebody who had this mentality? And, and how did you see their downfall or just lack of rise? Well, I'm really fortunate, John, that in what I do, like yourself, on a daily basis, I'm speaking to successful people. Right. Because people who want to um, learn, they want to better themselves, and they want to invest in property for, you know, to improve their futures. And obviously, those people who are coming to me have money to invest. So very often, they've accumulated that success through businesses or, you know, or different ventures or wise investments, you know, they've been successful in their own right. So it's a real pleasure to do what I do because I get to sit down with these people on a regular basis. So that's that's one of the big pluses. So I'm lucky that I don't have to come across this very often. However, the, you know, there has been people who I'm glad to say I've not actually gone on to work with who have been very closed to new ideas, think they, they know it all already. And that person, I'm not going to say his name, but I'm pretty sure when he came to me, with this sort of attitude has probably still not invested because I know he told me he'd been to speak to with different people. And because he'd been to speak with different people, he felt he already knew everything, but he'd actually never invested in property. So he'd, uh, he believed that he knew everything he needed to know about property investments and wasn't really willing to listen to new ideas, but had never actually invested himself, which I found completely bizarre because how can you know everything? It's like someone coming to you, John, and trying to teach you about podcasting and they've never had a podcast show. You know, it'd be, it'd be absolutely bizarre, but that was the attitude he had. Uh, I should forward you some of my emails now. (laughs) (laughs) I love when you started the response to this and you said you get to talk to so many successful people because of what you do. And one of my favorite late great entrepreneurs, Jim Rohn, always used to say, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And just because of what we do, Rob, we are always surrounded by very successful, very inspiring entrepreneurs. And my goal is to be bringing these entrepreneurs into the earbuds, into the car speakers of all of my listeners. So for you right now that's driving to work or that's running along the beach or at the gym on a treadmill, when you're listening to these entrepreneurs, you're actually with them. You're being you're surrounding yourself with these incredibly inspiring and successful people and you're improving your average by doing it. I'm improving my average and that's a great goal to have. So congrats to you, listener. Congrats to you, Rob. 
It's just a great place to be. And we're going to use this to move into your journey now because Entrepreneur on Fire, Rob, is about your journey. And I want to hear a great story about failure, about challenges, about obstacles that you face. Pull out one that you really think is going to resonate with our listeners and then share with us how you overcame that. Sure. I love this question, John, because it's so un-British, you know, to, <laughs> to, to fail. Oh, tut, tut, you know, it's, it's almost taboo to, fa- to fail in the UK. And that's why I love your podcast and I love the American attitude to failure because it's not seen as something to be embarrassed about, but actually something to be embraced because it's a lesson. It's something you can learn. And I, I completely buy into this as well. So I love the mindset that, you know, that people in America have to failure. And it's something I hope will, will spread more into the UK psyche as time goes by. But at the moment, if to say you fail, you have to be very careful of who you say it to because they may look down at you. But I've, I had a massive failure. Um, and I have, them, I have minor failures nearly you know, all the time, you know, wrong marketing projects, money spent in the wrong area, you know, when I've, when I've invested in marketing or maybe taken staff on that shouldn't have taken on. You know, there's plenty of sort of moderate failures. But actually, one of the bigger ones is RMP property used to be called Rescue My Pension. Okay, so when I started the the company two and a half years ago, it was branded as Rescue My Pension. Now, the reasoning behind that, although it was a property company still, Rescue My Pension, there was a massive need for people to understand that their pensions aren't enough. And I know it's the same in the US as well. You know, the world has changed, but not everybody knows it has. So I was, tr- I was really passionate about trying to educate people that the world has changed and they need to look after their financial futures. So that was the that was the mission that was what we set out to do and we were doing really well you know when we were speaking to people about you know their circumstances where their futures are going and how we might be able to help them through property investment people were very receptive to it they loved what we do um, you know they're very very encouraged by everything we had to say but what i was finding is that some people who hadn't gotten touched were turned off by the name because it had pension in and they didn't want to investigate any further or didn't choose to investigate any further and look into the company and actually see, actually, it's, it's very much property driven. So I had to make that hard decision after running the, under that name for over a year and a half to change it, completely rebrand and bring about the property. So the service that I've been so passionate about and driving the business forward still absolutely was paramount. But we had to change the complete the complete brand of the business and therefore, you know, start again almost in, in terms of who, you know, who we are in the marketplace. And that was quite a brave thing to do, but it's really paid dividends because the, the traffic is increased. The, we don't get that. So what's the pension mean anymore? Even though we still talk about the pension crisis and even though we still talk about people's financial futures, you know, we had to be brave to change the name. We did. It's paid off. But it was it was a difficult decision to make, and it was quite a scary one. But you know what? We failed, but we learned from it. Rebranding is never an easy decision because you put so much time and effort into logos and designs and getting the word out, and then you have to make that hard realization, you know what? This is just not working. And instead of continuing to go down that rabbit hole, you pulled yourself out, Rob, and you refocused, you pivoted, as Eric Reese loves to say in The Lean Startup, and you moved forward in a different direction because of feedback you got from your customers, from your potential client base. And that is so huge, so important. And 
I love when you first started and you talked about the un-Britishness of failure. And it's so funny because we had a little bit of a chat about this before we started the interview. Because here in America, we love to romanticize the great escape that we all had to this wonderful country. And I mean, the reality is I'm an American history major. I can speak to this with a little bit of expertness. A lot of people that came to America came because they failed elsewhere. They failed in England. They failed in France. They failed wherever it may be. They weren't succeeding. And so I think that this country really had to come to grips pretty early on in our core that, you know what, we're failures, but you know what, we can start over. We can hit that reset button. And that's always been part of American psyche is that reset button, the ability to just clear that screen and start over again. And that was our forefathers. That was the the biggest reset button ever coming to a country barely inhabited. I mean, it was really one of those things that you just have to step back and say, wow, that's the ultimate reset button. Let's go forward from here. So that's just really interesting about how in Great Britain, they still haven't quite got there yet, but it's such an important skill to have. I'm glad you realized that, Rob, and I do hope that starts to trickle in a little more into your country. So let's just pull out one clear lesson that you learned from that rebranding experience, from that initial failure that you had. Nearly every entrepreneur you'll interview will say they've got self-belief. Okay, and, and I've, I don't like it either. So, you know, I, w- I left a very well-paid job to, to start the business because I believed in what I was going to do. You know, I, I run marathons, I climb mountains because I can believe I can do them. They don't, you know, if somebody tells me it's too high, I'll disagree, I'll go and climb it. You know, <laughs> that's the type of person I am. And, but sometimes it's also one of our weaknesses as entrepreneurs because when we're, we've got so much self-belief, then sometimes we ignore the signs and the signals that tells us, wait there, this idea is good, but it could be tweaked. And I think there's two lessons, really. The first of some people made some noises that Rescue My Pension maybe wasn't the greatest brand name, but I really believed in the story. I really believed in what it was going to do. So I, I charged on with it. So I think that's the first lesson is listen to the people who are trying to tell you otherwise. Yes, they may not be right. But as I said, that you know, the biggest know-it-all is the biggest fool. So maybe at that point, I was being a bit of a fool and I wasn't, wasn't following my own quotes. So it's that it's striking that balance. The other thing is I didn't do the market research. So maybe if I'd gone out to the market and said, here's Rescue My Pension, you know, this is this is the brand name. This is what we're going to do. They may have been really excited about what we were going to do as a company, but the brand name they may have questioned. But because of this belief I had in what I was going to achieve, I didn't do that. So first is listen to the people who are around you. And second, research the market. Go out, do the research, find out if this is something people want. It turns out people want what we do. They just didn't want it packaged it in the way we were giving it to them. I think that is really valuable advice on a lot of levels, Rob, and I can kind of equate that to my star because for me, I wanted to fill that niche of that seven-day-a-week podcast that came out every single day for those daily commuters, for people that hit the gym multiple times a week and wanted to consume just more content. That's why I created Entrepreneur on Fire, but the initial feedback that I got from mentors and people I respected was that that was not a good idea. Once a week at most, that was what you should do, and that's what everybody was currently doing. But I want it to be different. So one takeaway I really want the listeners to have from your story and from my stories as well, Rob, you need to reach out to mentors, to people you respect, to your target market. You need to get that advice. It is very valuable. But there does come a time every now and then where you got to listen to your gut. You got to put your blinders on and move forward. Now, for me, I put my blinders on. I moved forward. I went out into the marketplace with Entrepreneur on Fire, the seven-day-a-week show. 
Had it been a failure for the first few months, I would have pivoted and readjusted, Rob. Luckily for me, my gut was right. It was telling me correctly. And my mentors who gave me a ton of great advice, which I have utilized, were wrong in that specific area. And that's going to happen sometimes. So listen to your gut, put your blinders on when you need to, but always keep your eyes open and listening and be ready to adjust when the true market is telling you and giving you signals. So let's move on now, Rob, because you're our spotlighted entrepreneur and we want to hear about a time when you had an aha moment, when a light bulb just went off and you said, yes, this is my authentic self. Share with us that moment and how you turned that moment into success. Okay, John. Well, the Rescue My Pension, as I said, it, it's all about the long-term wealth creation. So it's about setting people up for the futures. But the lot of the property industry in the UK is very much driven to get rich quick, get rich quick mentality, which actually could happen, but is unlikely. You know, they, they, they paint the best case picture. So what I really thought about was how can I change this? How can I go about what's wrong with the property investment industry? The service is wrong. Okay, so that's part of it. But one time that I was driving in a car with my, my girlfriend, who's, who's now my wife, and she, she was talking to me about her pension. And I, I said to her, you know, Wendy, the, your pension's rubbish. You know, it's not good enough. You, I don't know why you're contributing. It's not going to change anything long term. And she was like, well, you know, they tell me it's good for this, this reason and that reason. And I couldn't, I wasn't educated enough to say what exactly was wrong. I knew I'd read bits and pieces, but I couldn't articulate exactly why. So out of my stubbornness, I went away and researched yeah. and came back to her and sat, sat down in the kitchen and talked her through the numbers, what was wrong with the industry, you know, why her pension wasn't going to be enough, how, you know, how scary the circumstances are. And, you know, this is why we're going to go forward with property and this is what we can do. And then it was like, boom, wait a minute. This is exactly what we need to be teaching to you know, property investors. It's not about how you might be able to become a multi multimillionaire overnight through property. It's about long term. How can we help you? How can we save you? Now, yes, rescue my pension. The name was wrong, but actually, the mission is still the same. You know, it's all about helping people with their longer term wealth. What can we do to help them? Educating them, and I'm you know, I'm huge on education. I've already said it already with right. my success quote, but it's all about piling as much information to our invest on our investors as, as we can because the more they know the easier they will be to work with so that's why we're massive on free education because you know the podcast is out there you know the blogs out there we've got other um, things that which are coming on soon we've got an, an app that's going into the app store which will yeah. just be loads of free ed yeah there's, there's loads of free education going in there as well and we're not going to charge for it and you know what everyone might not work with us but for me, it was that aha moment. Wait a minute. This is what's wrong with the industry. I'm now going to do the complete opposite to what everyone else is doing. And what you're doing, Rob, by getting out there and putting all this great information out there is you're becoming authority in your niche. People are looking at you. They're forming an intimate connection because of your podcast and soon because of your app, because you're going to be the name that's behind all this great information that's just out there to help them. There's no expectations behind it. It's just here. This is what I want to provide you with. Do with it as you will. If you need further help, I'm here for you. That's what we do. And I've had great success with that with Entrepreneur on Fire. You've obviously had some great success with it with your podcast and with your business in general. Pull out just one clear aha moment from that entire experience, Rob, culminating with this giving away of all of this great free information. 
I think one of the, the big ones for me, John, was after the podcast had launched. Now, again, that was another good decision we made. And I, it's with my co-host, Rob Dix, who we know you're having on the show as well. We, we launched this podcast and it went huge. You know, it didn't just trickle into the podcast market. We were straight away competing with the BBC here, who sort of monopolized the, the podcast right. scene because they're, they're a major broadcaster. And suddenly in the top five was like three business podcasts by the BBC and ourselves. And it was like, whoa, what's going on here? Right. And the great thing is, as more people start to listen and get in touch, what they were saying to, to me is, I could identify with what you were saying. You know, I liked what you had to say. And because they could hear my voice, get my views on the property market, how to invest, what you should invest in, what you should be looking at, how you can learn. Because they liked that and it resonated with them, they wanted to work with me. And it's similar to, you know, what you're, you're doing, John. You know, you've got the podcast out there and you've got your mastermind group. And people listen to John and they go, wait there, this is the type of guy who resonates with me. The things he says hold true to my self-beliefs as well. I want to work with him. And if it doesn't sit well with them, then they won't contact you. But the great thing is by sharing your knowledge, by sharing these interviews with people, they go, yes, that's the type of person I want to work with. Or no, he isn't. And it's exactly the same what we've done with the podcast is that people can listen to it and go, you know what, that Rob Betts, he knows what he's talking about. He sounds like a, a reasonable kind of guy. I want to go and investigate things further and start working with him. And it's only because... You know, I, I put that knowledge out there. I put the information out there that the people are coming back to, to me and the company because it sits well with them. They like what they hear. And that, if I'd somehow did these interviews, or sorry, the, the podcast in a secret forum that was only <laughs> available to a few people for, for high money, then people would have known what I'd had to say. So by putting your voice out there, by sharing your information, your knowledge, then it really helps people to make a decision on you as a person. I can totally confirm that on every level too, Rob. Like with the mastermind that you're referring to, which is Fire Nation Elite, the people that resonate with my voice, with my message, with what I'm looking to bring to the world, they're the ones that are being drawn into the brand. And, you know, we've launched Fire Nation Elite, which has now 50 current members who are rocking and rolling in our private forums and are interacting with each other. And they're all like-minded people because they were all drawn to my type of brands. And that is exactly what you're doing with your brand. And that's what all the listeners should be looking at doing with their brands. Have your personality injected into your brand and people that are drawn to that personality that resonate with you will be drawn to you. And that's the kind of people that you want to be interacting with either. Every single person, Fire Nation Elite, I truly look at as a friend and I understand them because we're of the same mindset. And it's so exciting to see how large we've grown so quickly. and We're continuing to grow slowly and organically every single day because of it. I think this is a great segue now to talk about a couple things that you have that you're really excited about, Rob, because you have a lot of things that are going on right now with your podcast, with your app. I know you have another launch coming out really quickly. Why don't you take a minute? Share with the Fire Nation one or two things that are just really exciting you right now. The podcast, absolutely, it still excites me because, you know, we get tens of thousands of listeners and we're only very UK, you know, our topic is very UK central. So to have that many listeners is fantastic. So that really excites me. The the app as well, I'm really looking forward to giving that away for free so people can learn more. And we're also setting up a letting agents business in here in the UK to expand on that because that's another problem area, um, another industry that has its weaknesses. There's so many companies out there who do a great job, but 
there are, are plenty others who deliver poor service. So what we're going to do is set a letting agent up so people know that they can get the same level of service as they do from RMP property as they can from a letting agent. It's about targeting those, those areas that may not deliver the best service, and I can help people with that. So we're going to do it. We're going to do it at a better price than most people, and they're going to get a far better service. So there's not one thing. There's lots of things, but you know that, that really excites me that I'm not just focusing on one thing at the moment. There's lots that the business is doing that is really exciting and our investors and our people we work with can take advantage of. Everybody has this different journey to share, but the very similar themes in these stories are failure, overcoming failure, aha moments. But then once you have that aha moment, what are you doing with that idea? What are you doing with that light bulb? Are you moving forward and and how are you doing so? And then now that you have success, what are you doing with that success? These are all incredibly valuable ingredients to an entrepreneur's journey. And I'm really excited to continue to track yours. So thank you for sharing that with us today. You're welcome. All right, let's take a quick second now to thank our sponsor. Fire Nation, are you getting ready for that long-awaited, much-deserved summer vacation? What? Entrepreneurs don't get vacations? Just kidding. I'm a big believer in taking time away from your business, and what better way to ensure everything continues running smoothly than eVoice? eVoice is a reliable voice service with all the advanced features of an expensive phone system packaged up for one low monthly cost. eVoice provides a simple and convenient way to access and manage messages on the go with call forwarding to your mobile, home, or any other number of your choice. Plus, their online administration portal keeps user configuration, greetings menu management, and number assignments simple, secure, and accessible. With eVoice, you'll be creating the appearance of an entire department, sales, customer support, tech support, you name it. Go to eVoice.com, enter the promo code FIRE for your 30-day free trial. That's eVoice.com, promo code FIRE. So we've now reached my favorite part of the show. We're about to enter the lightning round, and this is where I get to ask you a series of questions, and you come back at us, Rob, Fire Nation, with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Let's do it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? There's only one person that can hold you back from becoming an entrepreneur, and that's yourself. So you can give yourself reasons why you're not an entrepreneur, but there are any reasons. The only person that can hold you back is yourself. And that was the only person that held me back. And it was probably my lack of maturity, but that's myself. You know, at the time, I wasn't maybe ready, mature-wise, maturity levels to to become a, a property investor, to become a business owner. But over time, I developed the the maturity, the knowledge to become an entrepreneur. But at the beginning... I said it, it's only myself. And that's what it really comes down to. And that should only ever be that answer that you get, I feel, because the only person that holds you back, you can give yourself excuses and reasons, but it's yourself is the person stopping you from becoming an entrepreneur. Love it. What is the best advice you've ever received? There's two bits, and it, it's had themes throughout this podcast, this, this interview we're doing. But I love Pat Flynn's Be Everywhere. You know, there's Pat Flynn's Be Everywhere. I, I, I've really taken that on board and 
I didn't realize how powerful it was until I started implementing it. So I know you've had Pat on the show more than once, and he sounds like a great guy, and I know he's a friend of yours. Um, that, that there, I feel, is great advice. And also surround yourself with, with successful people. Because if you surround yourself with miserable people who tell you that the world is an awful place, well, the chances are you're going to feel miserable and think the world is an awful place. If you surround yourself with happy lovely people who say anything as possible, who want to achieve great things, then you're going to be motivated to do that as well. And if you're listening to this podcast right now and you're a little intimidated by that be everywhere mentality because it sounds like it's a lot of work, I had a great guest on recently, Paul Colligan. He talked about multi-casting and it's such a great idea. It's about repurposing your content. Make a video, put that video on YouTube, take that audio off of the video, make it a podcast, transcribe that audio, make it a blog post. You can repurpose great content in multiple ways to be everywhere. So Rob, what's one action listeners can take in the next 24 hours to bring them one step closer to their dreams? Set goals. Think about your goals and write them down. When I started goal setting, it changed my life. From where I was before I started goal setting and writing them down, that's important that you write them down. Before I started doing that, to where I was then, to where I am now, are two very, very different places. If you start to write goals, the majority of successful people, and you know, as we've said, John's very fortunate, he gets to speak to them on a regular basis, and I do through my work, and I'm very lucky. The majority of successful people set goals, and then they refer back to them on a regular basis. So if you don't already, start writing down your goals for the next five, three, one years, and break them down to a month-by-month and even a weekly basis, and decide to take action almost every single day if possible, but at very least once a week. Because every action you take towards those goals is moving you one step further, one extra step up the mountain. So set goals for me is a, is a game changer. What's that Alice in Wonderland quote where Alice walks up to the cat and basically says, how do I get to where I'm going? And then the cat says something like, well, where are you going? And she's like, I don't know. And then he's like, well, anywhere you go then will get you there. And that's basically what happens when you don't have goals. You have no true direction. You're almost just kind of like a ship without a rudder floating in the ocean. Yeah, exactly. You know, when we started, you know, the podcast is only a very small part of the business. But when we started the podcast, I said to Rob, okay, this is what I'd like. By this point in time, I'd like to have this many downloads. And we went on to exceed them. But if we hadn't set those goals, then how would we have known if we were successful or not? It's only by setting those goals. And it was only on a very small level. But just to say, okay, this is the amount of downloads we want by the end of month one, two, and three. And then to go and beat them, we knew we were successful. You know, the podcast had been a success. But we only knew that because we put down those goals. I've actually got a really interesting one for you, John. I've not yeah. told you this yet. The I said to Rob, after we'd started the podcast and things were going well, I said, I want to be an entrepreneur on fire within Get one year. out of here. I promise you. I promise. Ask ah. him. I promise you. I said, within one year, I want to get an entrepreneur on fire because that will be recognition that we're doing something really good here. You emailed me a week later. Well, it's so funny you say that. And this is just great for listeners because when you have goals, don't just write them down. Do write them down, but don't just write them down. Put them out there in the universe. You have no idea what can come when you do these things. Get it out there. You don't know who's going to hear your goals and who's going to have somebody that they know that can help you connect to that. And 
I mean, for me, listen, guys, Rob put that goal out. He's like, I want to be an entrepreneur on fire. He knew that, you know, we were getting over 250,000 unique downloads. It'd be great exposure. We've had some great past guests. Because he put that out there in the world, somebody contacted me and said, hey, I heard these guys talking about you on their podcast or they linked to you on their show notes page. I went and checked them out. And somehow I saw that they were being featured in the UK iTunes homepage. And I was like, wow, those guys had the feature spot. That's amazing. I would love to have that in the USA store. So I reached out to them because they were having such success in the UK store. We developed a relationship and lo and behold, they're on my show now, both of them. And Entrepreneur on Fire this week is being featured in the iTunes store in the USA in a large part thanks to them. And for me realizing that that goal was attainable. And so it's just really exciting how this world works. Get your goals out there, make your dreams known and just sit back and see what happens. Don't just sit back and do nothing because you got to keep doing stuff, but sit back and just let things start to happen out there in the universe. So Rob, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? Yeah, I, I love this resource. I use it every single day, not just in my business, but in my personal life, but most of my business runs through this resource and it's called Trello, which is T-R-E-L-L-O, Trello. And it's a it's like a to-do list on steroids. It's crazy. It's, it's just amazing what you can do with it. And in fact, here's a business idea for someone. Somebody needs to write a book about Trello because there's so much you can do. It's like Evernote. You know, there's a guy who wrote a book about Evernote and that book's been really successful because Evernote's a, a you know, great tool, but not everybody knows how to get the best out of it. Trello, there is an opportunity there for someone to write the book because I haven't got the time to do it. So I've got my focuses elsewhere. Right. Please someone write a book on Trello so everyone can learn how to get the most from it. Because once you dig deep, it is an awesome tool. So that's my that's my tool, Trello. Go to check it out. It's it's free, it's excellent, it's well worth a look. It's a great story, too, because with Evernote, the book you're talking about specifically is Evernote Essentials. And just this really smart guy was like, you know what? I am going to write a comprehensive guide. And he did that. It started selling like hotcakes. I think he probably had it for like 25 or 35 bucks a pop. And he was just making more money than his current job was. So he left to focus on that. Then Evernote contacted him and they're like, wow, you're awesome. Like you've written a better essentials book than anybody at our company could write. Can you come work for us? And now he works for Evernote in a really high end role. So listeners, Trello.com, check it out. So Rob, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be? Well, since this is, we've talked a lot about service, the book I'd have to say is Delivering Happiness by Tony Shea. That book is incredible. If you are starting a business or you already have one and you want to improve the service offering you have, go and read that book and take notes because it's such a good book. It's so inspiring. You know, it's not just a rags to riches tale, which it, which it is, you know, because that guy is incredible. But the, the lessons you can learn from how Sapos deliver incredible service are, are, are fantastic. You know, and a lot of the, the things I've implemented in my company have been off the back of that book. So Delivering Happiness by Tony Shea. Phenomenal book in Fire Nation. I know you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get the audio version of this book for free by going to eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. Rob, this next question is my favorite, but it's kind of tricky. So take your time, digest it, then come back at us with an answer. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop 
in $500. What would you do in the next seven days? You know, John, I know why this is your favorite question, because <laughs> potentially it, it can deliver the most, you know, to, to your listeners. You know, this is a real opportunity for to deliver some nuggets. So I, I've had a bit of a think about it. And what I would do is I would start talking to people on this, this new world and find out what their bugbears are. You know, what's paying them off? You know, why are they unhappy? What's annoying them? And find out what those businesses are and delivering them. Because as I've said, I've, I've already highlighted the, the industry I work in. There's some there's some. You know, companies that don't deliver as they should. You know, the lettings industry, which I'm going into now, the service by some companies, again, isn't the level it should be. If you go into one of those industries and start a small business, the word of mouth will quickly accelerate that business. So if you've only got $500, the word of mouth will carry you along alone if you start delivering incredible service. So what I'd say, if we can cheat, if we can have a laptop $500 and Tony Shea's book, Read the Tony Shea's book, implement the lessons in the new world, start a business in an area that, you know, the majority of businesses stink. You will look fantastic very quickly. Um, So look for a business sector that doesn't deliver, you know, maybe it's a town, you know, where you live and all the restaurants are awful. Maybe there's an opportunity there to open a restaurant or the dry cleaners just offers really poor service where you live. So go and start dry cleaners, whatever it may be, you know, find out an an area, a business sector that is known for poor service and go and go in there and be brilliant and you will have a successful business. Love it, Rob. And that's not even cheating because this world is identical to Earth. So they do have delivering happiness. They have Amazon. You can get it in two days for free or you can even get the audio version right away from Audible. Uh, Just a lot of options. And Rob, you've shared an amazing journey today. Give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance. Share how we can find you and then we'll say goodbye. Super. Okay. Well, John, thank you, first of all, for having me. I've loved it. It's been great to be on your show. But my one piece of advice would be stop the podcast in a minute, pick up a pad and start writing down your goals and set timeframes on when you want to achieve them. Because as soon as you start setting goals and start working towards them and putting them out to the universe, your world will start to change. So set goals is the first one. And if anybody would like to connect with me, I'm on Twitter. It's at Rob Bentz. That's at Rob Bentz, and Bentz is spelled B-E-N-C-E. So at Rob Bentz, connect with me there. I'm a friendly guy. I'll always say hello. You know, always happy to chat, pass advice, and talk. Wonderful. Well, Fire Nation knows they can find the links to everything that we've mentioned in today's episode by going to eofire.com, clicking the podcast tab, and finding you in the archives, or your own show notes page, Rob, entrepreneuronfire.com slash Rob Bentz. Rob, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise, your experience. Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. It's a pleasure, John. Take care, everyone. Fire Nation, are you an aspiring or new entrepreneur who's looking for a community of like-minded individuals who can offer support, tools, resources, and advice as you start your entrepreneurial journey? Fire Nation Elite is here to provide you with just that. 100% support, 100% of the time. Visit FireNationElite.com to fill out your application and schedule a 15-minute one-on-one chat with me today. And now let's take a minute to thank our five-star reviews, Pianograph, Wendy C., Dr. Frank K., MSRK, Ozeal, Jacob A. Arnold, Morphine, Todd Cincy, and Industrial Fire. 
Thank you so much for supporting Entrepreneur on Fire, and I look forward to thanking everybody who does the same. In Fire Nation, last reminder for the episode, go to evoice.com, enter the promo code FIRE. You will not regret it. Thank you for joining us at entrepreneuronfire.com, your daily dose of inspiration. Prepare to ignite.